Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and I'm here with Jackie. Yeah. And Miles. Are we starting? Yep. Uh, we are a podcast that talks about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and this week we're going to be talking about two episodes of the JoJo anime, specifically Pet Shop the Guardian of Hell, parts one and two. I have some thoughts. Well, we're going we're gonna to get there. Oh, okay. Before we talk about your thoughts, and only Miles' thoughts. Uh, we're going to go to Correspondence Corner, and we're going to read an email that we got. The Coco. Yeah, Correspondence Corner. Mm-hmm. Coco's Bizarre Emails. Mm. Um, <laughs> we got this like a week ago, but we had already finished the episode, so sorry if this seems disjointed. Jackie, do you want to read this one? Sure. Uh, this is from 17-year-old Long Island resident Michelle. New listener. Wait, 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 wait. What? This is a female listener? Yeah, yes. we have them. It's not the first one that I've heard of. Nah. Yeah. Hello. Thanks for listening. Anyway, um, so Michelle says, Hey, JJB gang. I'm... Uh, I can't read. Sorry. Hold on. Let me Take two. <laughs> Michelle says... Hey, JJB gang, been a fan for a long time, but never emailed, so might as well give this a shot. I love your friendship, question mark, dynamics, <laughs> <laughs> and you've easily become my favorite podcast to listen to. Yes. Aww. Crush the competition. Yes. Uh, while pulling an all-nighter to finish my art project, I would binge listen to you guys, and it helped keep the sleep away. No baby clown killer. Unfortunately... Uh-huh. A lot of your hip slang has stuck with me. Thick daddies oh, and, no. <laughs> and boy pussy oh, no. are some of my all-time faves. I don't remember if you guys have any female listeners write in, but if not, then I'm here to fill that demographic so you guys can finally show up on iTunes and make it big, LOL. Uh, I just recently listened to your baby Paul Nareff ep, and it was a very good ep. Uh, I was dying when Jackie was positive the nice lady was a child molester and that she fucked kids. Is that in caps? Yes. Oh, no. Straight man Mark and the wild card Miles were hilarious as well. Do you think you're going to cover the Rohan OVAs anytime soon? I watched them recently, and I'd love to hear your opinions on them. Also, would you ever consider covering any other animes? Can't wait for your next upload. We covered one of the Rohan OVAs. Thanks. Right? Am I crazy? We did cover one of the Rohan. We did. We covered the first one. We covered Millionaire Village. Yeah, and the other ones, I think. he goes to the Louvre. The Louvre. Is it the Louvre one? I forget. We have it. We just haven't watched it yet. I don't know. You would know. I don't know. We're not going to watch it anytime soon, um, because if there's like a lull, like before they start broadcasting part five properly, or if there's a break, we'll cover it. But right now, we're trying to crunch, finish Stardust Crusaders so that we are caught up. Right. And ready to talk about part five when it comes out. Thank you for emailing us, by the way. Yes, thanks. thank you. Thanks for, for uh, not being a man. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> not confirming that we're just a sausage fest <laughs> as expected. I think there, that, that JoJo homunculus thing uh, finished where they did like a survey of listeners. And it was like almost 50-50 male-female ratio. It may have been 55 male to female. What is this? This thing called like JoJo homunculus or JoJo homunculus. And it was this thing where... Based on your answers about yourself, it would like create a JoJo character. It's like official, um, and so they just basically ask people like, "What's your favorite battle? What's your favorite 
uh, you know, character death, your favorite arc and stuff. And it was cool. And it was cool to see it kind of generate a stand and character. I forget the name. Um, but it's a gender breakdown was unsurprising. Like it made sense to me anyway, that it's not like a lot of animes where it's a boy manga. So it's all boys that like it. Yeah. Yeah. Jojo definitely has a, I think an appeal that transcends gender, especially when the guys are like really feminine and stuff too. If you're, if you're a more feminine person that can appeal to you, but it doesn't have to, I don't know. Kind of cool. Yeah. It feels more universal that way. Yeah. I would uh, like to see more kick-ass women on the show, but... you got to wait 10 years. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be a while. Not yeah. It's still... It's always going to... Not always. I don't know. Stuff. Thank you for writing, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. We Thanks. hope our project is good and not tainted yes. by the things that we said. Oh, no. I hope we haven't corrupted you. <laughs> it's all thick daddies. Oh, no. <laughs> she's just she's just pivoted only oh, to drawing. Like, what I'm picturing is so awful. <laughs> it's like it's like Dream Daddy, the, the, the video game. I never played if it. If you like thick daddies, play Dream Daddy. I don't want to. <laughs> oh, I think you mentioned this. People want to play game. Dream Daddy. You date, you date big. Oh. Is it on Steam? Handsome men uh, who are dads. Yes, it's on Steam. Oh, she also. It's, linked- a, it's like a dating sim. Ooh. And I think you can choose your own gender. Oh, yeah, yeah, that you can. You can. Oh, no, I think you have to be a dad, too. I think. I love this. You have to be a dad, and you date other dads. But you can customize your dad, so your dad can look however you want. You can, you know, you can make, you can customize his build and his whatever. Anyway, I recommend it, because it's, it's, it's also really well written. It's cute. Um, but anyway. Here it is, yeah. Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator where you play as a dad and your goal is to meet and romance other hot dads. It's very, it's, I think it's very good. Like the writing is good, the art is good, it's charming, it's cute. It was, it was very popular for a while. She linked two like JoJo meme videos. The first one I did watch, which is hilarious, it's this baby and the baby is just crying like crazy and then someone starts playing the first JoJo opening song and the baby immediately stops crying and looks like, like curious like huh what is this <laughs> and then as soon as they turn it off the baby starts crying again and they just play it a few times to show that the baby is not um is very um calmed down by the jojo opening hang on i want to see nice. the other one and she also linked the video to the new year's jojo where it's like josuke says it feels like new year's morning or it is new year's morning and they timed it so that line plays right when it hits midnight uh 2017 or 2018 whichever one it's good. It's a surprising amount. It's a surprising amount of effort to do something like right as the clock strikes twelve, but then to also put out that video and show everyone that you're alone on New Year's making meme videos. <laughs> it's like a special kind of dedication. Aww. Um, maybe maybe they were at a party and they went into a room to do it. It didn't look like that. No. Yeah. I guess <laughs> at midnight, if you're with people, you want to like do the countdown and. Eat some grapes. Yes, eat some grapes. Eat some grapes. Which Kiss is some folks. My contribution to New Year's. Eat twelve grapes, even if you hate grapes. My contribution is. Okay. Yeah, lots of hugs, lots of kisses. Anyway, it's um, not New Year's right now, so. A fucking. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, other news. They put out another part five promotional video for the character. So I think they have Giorno, Leone, or Leon. I don't know Leone, and Guido. Um, so all those PVs are up. We were going to watch them, and then I realized that they might actually give some stuff away. So we're not going to watch them. I've, Mark, have seen maybe one or two. They look good. They're very short. But otherwise, we're just going to wait until yeah. it's October. Because Mark has, 
read the manga, but Miles right. and I have not. So we don't really know what's going to happen. We I have don't. some news, too. What's oh, that? Yeah. Well, we've tweeted 666 times. Did you just add tweets to make that number? No. We're I, at 666. I don't have the password six, six, for the Twitter. <sighs> We're okay. at 666 tweets. Yeah. yeah. All right. Should we Let's talk about... Let's never tweet again. Never tweet. Mm. Should we... Uh, what? Talk, what, Mark? Should we... Just start, spit it out. I'm tired. Should we talk about the episode? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh. let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Did you notice Abdul's wearing like metal panties on the outside of his pants? What? I did not notice that. Okay. <laughs> did you cool. make it up? I don't know. Just um, when you watch this anime, check for his metal panties. Cool. Do you want me to start, Mark? Mm-hmm. So this episode kicks off uh, with the guys and Joseph and they're like still looking for that building that was in Jojo's Joseph's photograph thing his telekinetic powers told him to find this building um and he's there they're basically like okay if we keep asking around we'll we'll have we'll eventually find it um meanwhile Polnera for some reason sits down in the middle of like a of a like a town square and he just sits alone and he's like man it sucks I haven't bathed in a few days Ew. and suddenly a what looks like a blind uh, beggar sits right next to Polnareff violating his space and Polnareff is like okay why is this guy so so close to me so Polnareff moves and when he moves this guy also moves like right next to him and so Polnareff tries to get away from him and the guy keeps sitting himself right next to him um and Polnareff is like hey man what the hell like what's your beef with me um and the beggar is like Hey, foreigner, what's the big idea? Why are you sitting here like a beggar? Like, this is my territory. You need to back off. Um, and I don't know. And then... and then Yeah, because it looks, it looks like, if to the outside eye, it looks very much like Polnareff was sitting here and this guy just came and sat down next to Polnareff and is now trying to flip it on him and be like, uh, you're in my spot. Mm-hmm. Just like this is some crazy person who sat down second and didn't realize. Yeah, and... Um, and so then Abdul comes by, and I feel like we we haven't we don't get to see Abdul that much, like no. at all. We like never see Abdul. But Abdul comes by. He's like, "Hey, Polnareff, don't sit there. This is where beggars like, get, you know, they make their living. Like, you you can't, you know." They have they have zones. It's like the beggars association. Beggars Canyon from Tatooine. Uh, no, the uh, they have like the beggars association of Cairo or whatever. Oh, the guild. And if they didn't have that, it would be chaos. So they actually like organize where they can beg. That's what uh, Ab- Abdul says. Who yes. organizes it? The beggars? Yeah, Self-organization? Or is it the city telling them where they can beg? Maybe it's the city. Hmm. I don't know. I refuse to look into it. Great. Um, so, but anyway, like somebody walks by and gives Polnareff money because he, he looks like a foreign beggar. And... The and so meanwhile Abdul is like talking to Polnareff like hey you can't do that and then the beggar is like maybe I should dress like a foreign person down on their luck um, and then the beggar's like hey wait a minute aren't you Abdul the fortune teller so I guess Abdul is famous um, and Abdul is like oh yeah yeah that's me <laughs> you know I, I can give you an autograph later but. 
Um, <laughs> have you seen this building? Like, because like, he, he knew about this guy, right? Abdul was like, I, th- I figured if anybody, I could ask anybody, it'd be you. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess Abdul. Knew Even about though this, this character guy. is not named ever, right? Uh, and so Abdul is like, hey, have you seen this? Fo-? Like, and he gives him the photo, and the guy like takes off his cloak and transforms into like a just very fancy man. I I started referring to him as a pimp, even though he wasn't that like he's wearing out there. The purple suit. But he's wearing a purple suit with like a nice fancy hat and he has like a nice like I think the car is purple too. Purple car. Yeah, he kinda looks like like a pimp. He's pimped out. He's got that hat. He's got that big pleated suit. Yeah. He's a pimp um, daddy. Looks like a Looks hmm. like a Cadillac. Maybe. It's something. Diamonds it's nice. in the back. By the way, can I just say that this reminded me of, was it like the Reagan era? Was it Reagan himself who would talk about, like people didn't like the concept of welfare? Welfare queens. The welfare queens, these women who like use their welfare and they buy nice cars and mm-hmm. pearls. And that's just what I thought about with this guy that he's like, yeah. well, he's a beggar, but in reality, he's using all that beggar money and sympathy because he's doing great. Yeah. It's perpetuating this myth that homeless people are fine. They're not fine. And yeah. that they're homeless by choice. Yeah. Right. They're not. Go to www.com <laughs> to how find many, out the truth. How many G's is that? It's I have three four, G's. Four. Whoa. Okay. Um, but we, we know it's just probably probably just a just joke character. Araki's just having fun. Yeah. We're having I'm, fun, too. I'm sure Araki didn't mean anything. But if you, we'll couldn't, we'll buy if you it. couldn't tell, we're having fun. But if we stop and think about the real state of the world, we're not having fun. That's true. Because but, if you stop and think about the real state of the world... Uh-huh. It's not that fun. No. Yeah, you'll be you'll feel crushed emotionally. Yeah. Like uh, Iggy later in this arc. <laughs> or this unnamed welfare queen. Yeah. Don't call don't use that terminology. Why? Cuz it's like racist. <laughs> what? It, that's, I a, mean, that's the term. I know it is, but it's like it's like um like it's, size a, it's, queen? it's it's a it's a dog whistle. Oh, well, it, I'm kidding. I know, but I don't like that. Just don't use I'm that terminology. I'm calling this guy a welfare queen. Huh? I'm in private, I'm calling this guy a welfare okay, queen. Okay, well, not on our podcast. All right. My private, just think, my, damn it. Think it on in your head right now. My private podcast? <laughs> yeah. The one that I do for my shower every morning? It's a Dude. podcast. It's like, this is how our, we keep our marriage alive. Mark has its own podcast that yeah. he, where he can say all the things that I don't like. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. Whenever I'm like gonna go out of town or something, Mark is like, "All right, I'm gonna do all the things Jackie doesn't like. Yeah. I'm gonna order pizza because I won't eat pizza with him." Or I'll watch Twin Peaks: The Return. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I don't like the new Twin Peaks. I'll eat pizza, and I forget what the other thing is. There was like a joke. Oh, I think you wanted to see like the new Mission Impossible yes, or something. Yeah, I, I, I wanted, and see. I never saw it. But you'll you'll yeah. like watch the things that I don't want to see, and like. <laughs> well, that's like with my dad. I'm like, hey, why don't you go see the new Star Trek or whatever? And he's like, your mother wouldn't go see it. And I was like, why don't you go see yeah. it? Yeah. He's like, she gets up. She thinks it's sad if someone goes and watches a movie by themselves. I'm like, so you just don't <laughs> have any fun because you can't ha- have fun with her. And she, you're worried you'll feel bad if you have fun without her. I was like, that is silly. So you can have fun without me. I know, and I do. You can order pizza for yourself. Hell yeah. <laughs> The, when you leave, if you go like away on work or whatever, I measure the time you're gone by pizza pies. Oh no, yeah. Mark, what would you become if I just like <laughs> if I was like away I for six months become or something? My sweetest friend. I don't. Um, I don't want to think about this. Just a anyway. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> just, just a pile of pizza. Mark was, would I, just I'd be, be like, like stuffed full of pizza. I'd be like on Infowars. <laughs> 
no. no. But I'd be like really good at certain video games and, and cripplingly sad. <laughs> I think that might be where I'd end up. Anyway. Cool, cool, cool. So we got this pimp, uh, this pimp beggar who he's like, oh, yeah, yeah I'll, he transforms into a pimp and takes the photograph from Abdul and he's like, just give me a few hours. I'll find this building for you. And he specifically says three hours. Yes. Which is um, like t- Titanic. Mm, Braveheart. Yeah. Two, movies that are Heat. too long. Mm. I think Titanic moves. You know? You think it earns that three hours? Yeah. It's an epic movie and like it has enough like differences in its various acts and irons in the fire. I think it holds your attention. I think I that... I did not think you would have this opinion. That's <laughs> Why not? I think you can definitely cut stuff out of some of it. You could, but the only thing I don't like about Titanic really is... The ending? Maybe there's too much of the modern stuff with that lady, yeah. I get, I get the beginning stuff? of it. The like stuff that's shot that's like in 1997. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's because like... Especially, I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's not bad, but it's especially when you know that James Cameron is into this shit in his real life of exploring the seabed. It feels a little too much like a guy that's really into showing you his train set, and you're like, I'm not that into trains, but he shows you it for another hour. Mm. They could have cut that song where the crab is singing about what it's like to live no, underwater. No, 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 you're thinking of The Little Mermaid. They could have cut out the Kiss the Girl uh, boat ride. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, no, I think that the, the, the part where the boat... Uh, starts to sink. I think that that part took too long. I think they should have just gotten to the point. You think they shouldn't? We have know had what's a... gonna happen, so just like don't drag it out so much. It took. Oh, I thought you were making a joke. Like we don't need the boat to sink. <laughs> no, 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 no. We do need it's the boat. too sad. We need the boat to sink. It just should have just happened. Like they should have just like skipped ahead in time a little bit because I feel like it felt like real time. It no, felt like yeah, but that's scary that they're like you're on the boat and then it's gonna swing to the side and then it's gonna snap back up and then somebody's yeah. gonna hit that fucking fan blade like. Dum. I Everyone they, knows that part. I wish they had made it. Real life is sad enough. Like, why write a movie where a boat sinks? Like, it just makes you feel bad. Um, what, what should have happened was the monkey on the boat should have... Uh-huh. Um, uh, I forget what, what that, what I was that gonna fucking say, monkey does. Jackie, the problem is, if you're going to finish the JoJo joke, you're going to be like, that monkey should have assaulted that young girl in a shower. He should have gotten the captain's gear and smoked a pipe. Where is that young what girl? Did that, what did that monkey actually do? I don't even remember he what tr- he did. He looked at porno and then tried to molest a girl what in the was showers. His, what was his His power attack? was the boat. Yeah, but what did the boat do? I don't parts of it, like Parts of it could like morph and attack you. Like there'd be yeah. cranes inside the uh, boat and the cranes would attack you or the floor would sink and you'd be sucked inside. That's what should have happened in Titanic. Yeah, it should have just been ghost ship. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so, okay, three hours. Stop it. Is where we were left. Stop it. I just want to see if I can do the melody, that's all. But then he pulls up to the to Dio's castle is the next thing we see, I think. And, Dio, no. and Iggy is also there. No, 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 oh, maybe. Yeah, but we, yeah, we cut to yeah. Iggy. We cut to Iggy. And Iggy is just walking around doing his... Th- I don't know what he does when he just walks around the city when he's bored. Maybe he like looks for food. He's looking for hot dogs. Probably. <laughs> hot lady dogs. Hot. We see some sexy dogs in this episode. I, don't, I didn't feel comfortable. <laughs> Yeah, that's later. Um, there was nothing inappropriate or like nothing like yeah, just some provocative. Sexy dogs, they had like they dogs. had like long hair, like yeah. trying to make them look like women. They had I like, like eyeshadow. <laughs> <laughs> some sexy dogs. How else are you gonna know that they're women? For Halloween, I'm gonna be a sexy dog. Oh, <laughs> perfect. I, I don't know if you'll be able to find costumes for that. <laughs> 
Oh, it's easy. I know. I'm kidding. People <laughs> um, definitely dress as sexy dogs. You really, all you have to do is like not wear a lot of clothes and put on a lot of makeup. Mm-hmm. Like let not a lot of clothes, lots of makeup. You're good. Want to be a sexy waffle iron. <laughs> um. Anyway, so Iggy's Iggy's doing his thing, and then two big pit bulls approach him. Um, they're pit bulls, right? They're big. Yeah. These two big pit bulls approach. Or maybe him. bulldogs. They're big ass dogs. They're they're yoked out. Yeah, they've been lifting. These yeah. bull-like dogs, they they like start barking at them like they're gonna attack. Ch- Chibi and Bucci, I think. Or? Yeah. We find out their names later. Yes, but I just want to like, give them character. Chibi means little. Yeah, it might not be Chibi. It's Bucci and. Like, no, it is Chibi. It is Chibi, but Chibi means it's little. It's not Pucci and. No, no, no. Bitch. No. What? No. Oh, oh, oh. It's Chibi and Bucci. Bucci almost sounds like Butch, maybe. Yeah. True. Like a Butch, but Chibi means small. Okay. Just before I forget, I want to say that the voice actor for Iggy is a lady. Yes. Who is 36. And speaking of Chibi, she's the voice of Sailor Chibi Moon. No way. Or Sailor Chibi Usa. Really? Chibi Usa, yeah. That's cool. Which is Sailor Moon's daughter? Uh, Chibi, yes. Does she she look like a dog too? (laughs) No, she's cute. She's does little, she become Black Lady? She has little rabbit what, ears. What? Yes, she does. There's an evil lady dark queen in Sailor Moon just called Black Lady. So, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I forget exactly what happens, but... She, like, grows up at the same time as becoming evil. She, right? Chibi Moon is a, like, child. She's, like, seven years old. And something happens to her... Puberty, puberty. No. Something, like, evil. It's kind of like how, you know, Polnareff turned into, like, a little boy. This is a little girl turning into an adult sexy lady. Uh, it's the... he. She met with uh, Zoltan or whatever, the genie from Big. No. Oh, okay. I don't remember what it is, but something... I fr- some asshole turns her into a evil person but also a babe so she goes from being a seven-year-old girl to a tall thin uh bodacious babe and it's she's puberty it sounds wears, 100% but accurate. it's like in an instant and and she's she wears like a long black dress and her hair is longer and like more elegant so she kind of she looks but yeah anyway in japanese she's called black lady uh, doesn't sound great in American no. English. Nope. So they call her in the like dub, they call her um, Wicked Lady, which makes sense because Feels, that's what she is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so she turns evil for a couple episodes and then she turns back at some point. But that has nothing to do with this. At it all. does to a degree. Her voice, <laughs> her voice actor okay. is the Iggy voice actor. Okay. Because we hear Iggy think talk. Has she been on this before? Or is this the first time we hear Iggy talk? We've heard Iggy bark and stuff, uh-huh. and this is the first time that we've heard Iggy make words. So I don't really know if it's the same person this whole time. I bet it is. I didn't expect this to happen. It always sounded like a lady in the booth to me, being like, ruff, ruff, ruff. "It's the best." Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... We see these yoked out dogs. We see these giant pit bulls, and uh, Iggy scares them somehow, but I'm not quite sure how. It's almost like he gets he just the gl- feeling. He just glares at them. Okay. They just get sc- I know, the anime made it unclear, and I was like, I think it's just that he looks at them, and I was like yeah. expecting Araki to be like, dogs communicate, by. <laughs> but I, I looked up the, the manga summary, like the comic summary, and it's just that Iggy glares at them. Yeah. Maybe they can see, dogs can see stands. No. But, but why else would they be scared of him? 
because dogs know how to do that. The, the, the size doesn't matter. If you have the right personality and shit, mm. you can fake it. But you have to be a smart dog. Iggy gave him a look like, don't fuck with me. And they were mm-hmm. like, I. <laughs> he okay, explained okay. that he's from New York. And they were like, I've heard of New York. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you can make it there. One thing I was wondering, because I forgot where these dogs came from. I was like, do they not have an owner? And then I was like, okay, well, like, who's just leaving these giant ass dogs alone that are dangerous and could like eat a baby or something because they look very um aggressive it's weird that either this kid raised these two scary dogs or his family has two scary dogs and a child these dogs are probably used in fights like in dog fights. yeah i kind of think they were made to look more aggressive and asshole-ish so that when they fucking die we don't feel as bad as if it was some cute innocent dumb dog running around Mm, spoiler though they die all dogs are innocent all dogs die well, That's you knew they're dogs and JoJo's, you know, they're going to die. Yeah. But this was two at once and it was graphic. Yeah. It was graphic. So they got skewered on ice. We're, we're almost there. So the dogs are like, whatever, we'll leave Iggy alone. And then they start seeing, they see under a gate, um, a shadow of a bird and they're like, mmm, delicious bird. So they like go put, the, put their heads under the gate and they start, um, I guess, barking or whatever. And it suddenly there something happens that sounds bad and then you see their heads together are off off of their body float flying in the air with like an ice skull stuck through them um like they're a kebab yeah like two dog heads on a kebab flies up and iggy sees this and he's like oh shit and um so that happens. Love kebabs. And then he looks back at the dog bodies and the bodies are like sucked in through the bottom of the gate by something. And then he sees a, uh, on top of that gate appears a large falcon uh, with a helmet and it's cute. Like a metal helmet and, and like a magenta scarf kind of yeah. flowing off its neck. It looks evil, but cute. Uh, is this when Araki goes into Falcons? Um, let me see. Uh, no, well, now, uh, not quite yet. So the um, our, our pimp beggar um, approaches the mansion um, in his purple suit and fly hat. And the bird, I guess, sees him and breaks the photo that's in his hand and... No, no, no. He kills him and then, him? then snatches the photo. Okay. He kills him first. And the pimp's like, this must be it. I found it in two hours. And mm. then he looks up and there's this giant, giant icicle, icicle. forming. And he's like, hmm. And mm-hmm. then we see the icicle just like plow through him and the car. Like it annihilates everything. It's yeah. like the size of the car. Yeah. And then we see that, you know, he drops the photo. Pet Shop snatches it up, rips it apart, even though I'm pretty sure that's not how film works. The bird's name is Pet Shop. Sorry. Yeah. The bird's name. Wait, why couldn't he rip it apart? You can't really rip apart photos like that. You have to burn them or some shit. You just can't. It's like, it's film. You can't tell to uh, to, uh, fucking tear cellulose apart, celluloid, Mm. like that. What if you've got sharp claws? (sighs) Maybe. What if you're a pet shop? Mm, Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Um, I think we should go get some film developed and uh, do a competition so you can rip it. It'll be like $800. What? I don't know how much it costs to develop film anymore. Oh. It's like an ancient technique, isn't it? So the name is Pet Shop. Um, anyone want to guess what that's an allusion to? Is it the Pet Shop Boys? It is the Pet Shop West Boys. West and Boys. They also do Go West. Do-do-do-do. They're big into West. True. They also have a great, probably the best version of David Bowie's Hello Space Boy. Because the original song is like, eh, and then they do this nice sort of dancier version of it. 
where they actually add vocals in. But it works. Western talent, dead and walls. Yeah, they're okay. They're kind of like electro dance. They're very of the time. They're kind of gay sounding. Does do that do, make sense? Do. Like the music feels almost like gay do house. Do, do, do. Gay house. That's that's a that genre. Is. It's a thing. Do, 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 I do. like it. It's it's synthesizer music. Yeah, but it's like a specific kind of thing. I don't know. It sounds slutty. <laughs> there we go. Okay. I don't I don't know any Music for Sluts music. Volume 1 was their album, so we all know that. Yeah. Anyway, so now is when we get a history lesson about Falcons. We learn Pet Shop's name, we learn that his stand's name is Horace. Um, well not a history lesson, but like a, you know, whatever, a lesson about Falcons. A little bit. It does get. go into Egypt's like oh, Falcons true. as guardians, I think, and Horus was right. the, yeah. Right, right, right. And yeah, just a lot of knowledge about fa- Falcons. You realize that this, uh, that pet shop is guarding the palace building. Um, and um, Iggy notices this as well. Like, okay, this bird is probably guarding this place. Um, and then it, there, you keep seeing shots of pet shop, and it's like he has like this menacing look, and it's just like, caw, 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 like all around him. Um, and also, it, yeah. When the narrator or Araki tells you about falcons and gives them all these stats. Falcon kia. Yeah, it has over B. That's down B. Um, I can't help but laugh because they keep showing like the uh, anatomical drawing of the falcon or like the the more realistic drawing of it. It doesn't look like it. It just looks cute. It doesn't look like Pet Shop and it looks cute. And they're like, the falcon can dive bomb at 180 miles an hour. And the bird's just like, like it's just this cute looking normal (laughs) bird. Not the menacing Pet Shop. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Iggy assesses the situation and he's like, this is not my fight. He goes, NMP, baby. I have nothing to do with this bird, this building. I don't care about Dio. I don't care what these people are doing. Um, I'm just going to act like a dumb mutt and hope that this bird goes away Mm -hmm. um, and sees me as not a threat. Um, so he does that. He just like acts really stupid. He just like barks and chases his tail well because pet shop is watching him because pet shop is watching and he so, wants and, to seem and, not like a stand user right and pet shop just stares at him is just stares staring at him staring at him and meanwhile iggy's like wah, 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 just running around doing stupid stuff it's scary to have a bird stare at you like that yeah you don't know what they think because you could just we could just be like okay well this is not a threat also it looks like delicious so let me just yeah. eat it you know um so He's acting like a dumb mutt. Meanwhile, at the same time, um, some guy starts driving. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. It's a city. So there's a guy driving and Pet Shop's in the middle of the road. And the guy is like, oh, my God, I'm going to hit this bird. Like, honk, honk, go away, bird. And oh, this bird isn't moving. Um, and so he's like, oh, shit, I'm going to run over this bird. I'm going to run over this bird. I don't know why he didn't have time to break, but I guess he didn't have time to break. The bird which is pet shop flies under the car and then out the other side. And the guy's like, Whoa. Um, so that happens. Um, and Iggy's like, okay, pet shop has lost interest in me. Uh, but it seems like he tries to, he attacks whoever tries to get too close to the building or tries to, um, go it through. does, does pet shop hurt this guy, the driver? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think know. so either. Right? I think he. I think he just. I think the guy just. I goes guess away. the point is just to show that Pet Shop is smart and can fly under things. Maybe Pet Shop isn't your average bird. Uh, can, can we pause for a second? Yeah. Okay. 
anyway, so the uh, this is when this is when the little boy comes by. You hear someone shouting for uh, Chibi and Butch. He's like, Chibi, Butch, where are you? And it's a little boy looking for his dog or his dogs. Um, and Iggy, like, whatever, he's there. And so the kid asks Iggy, hey, have you seen my dogs? And Iggy's like, why would you ask me? I'm a dog. <laughs> I can't help you. It feels like it's supposed to be some sort of punchline about, like, we've been watching this dog talk, and now suddenly, yeah. <laughs> he can't actually. No, it's because we're hearing Iggy's thoughts. That's really what we're I saying. guess, yeah. It, and Iggy's it is thoughts. weird. Why would you ask a dog? Because he's a dumb little kid. And, I guess. I mean, and we're going to see how dumb he is in a second. <sighs> yeah, really. Because, um... Uh, so kid, the kid sees, um, one of his dog's collar under the gate, uh, which is where they died. And there's like right. blood around there. It turns stuff. on if your head, it turns out if your head comes off, your collar will come off too. Yeah. It doesn't stay. There's nothing yeah. to hold it. Your head is just there to hold collars. Mm-hmm. That's why it exists. Yeah. That's why it's so fat and round. I'm not wearing a collar. Oh no. What's the point of my head? <laughs> Get rid of it. Yeah. Get rid of it. Um, so, and there's like blood everywhere and stuff too, right? And it's, yeah, it's gruesome. But the kid is like, oh, let me, let me look under this gate and see what happened to my dog. So the kid looks under the gate and Iggy is like, uh, mm, this isn't my problem. You know, it's survival of the fittest. Idiots die. Careless people die. You know, has nothing to do with me. Um, and you know, the kid is like sticks his head under and he's like, Bucci, Chibi, and he looks and he sees that his dog's heads are there and um, Pet Shop is chewing on, like he rips off an eye, one of the eyes, and he starts chewing on it. It's the best part. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's traumatizing. That child is traumatized. Forever. Why wasn't that censored? <laughs> uh, well, because we're watching it on Hulu now. Crunchyroll censors it. Oh! Yeah. That's why uh, my- Crunchyroll would just be a bunch of black shit. That's why my virgin eyes have been exposed to this violence. That's right. It makes sense. I'm shocked. Um, so, you know, the, because the kid is now, like, approaching the building territory, um, the fucking pet shop takes his claw and he starts forming ice around his claw to shoot it at the boy. Um, but yeah, Iggy it- suddenly... It- appears and attacks when iggy left it wasn't just iggy saying in general not my problem iggy specifically was like i don't care if a human boy dies yeah also iggy says i just want to find a hot bitch oh yeah which i'm pretty sure is the translators taking liberty i forgot that um i think he just says hot woman or hot female like hot female dog um i also found while looking for iggy's article on the jojo wiki um there's a song called iggy walk from this like just compilation of random songs that like the people who did the anime openings and closings did. And it's the guy who did bloody stream, the second opening. And he's just singing from Iggy's perspective. And it's pretty much what you'd expect is Iggy being like, I'm yawning time for a nap. Not my problem. I don't give a shit. I just want to find a hot female, blah, 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 blah. And it's, uh, yep. I haven't heard it. I just read the lyrics and thought, okay, that's a thing. Um, so yeah, that's how Iggy feels. And then it sounds like a hit. Yeah, Iggy specifically comes back. Go ahead. Yeah, Iggy Iggy stops Pet Shop and attacks Pet Shop before Pet Shop can attack the boy. And um, he, Iggy, in his head, is like, I can't just stand by and watch this boy who loves dogs get killed. So Iggy has some sympathy for this boy because he is a dog lover. And he says yada yada. 
He does. does. He? he does. Yeah, I didn't catch that. He does say yare yare, and then and then he the, he starts barking at the boy to like get the fuck out of there. Um, that's his way of saying get the fuck out of there. But the way he barks is so cute. He's like ruff 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 ruff. It's like clearly a human saying ruff 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 ruff. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's so cute. I would remark on that if I were. I'd be like, wait, wait, wait. Do you is that a human? And the kid still takes way too long to get the message. The kid's yeah. like, uh, what about my dogs? Are they alive? Yeah, your dogs are dead. <laughs> There's the kid, nothing there for you now. Get the fuck out of there. The kid awkwardly like slinks away under the gate again. It's pretty the, great. This is how you know this kid is dumb. He think he thinks a dog can tell him where other dogs are, and then he like stays there. Like, hmm, I wonder wonder what's gonna happen you watch too many disney movies or like homeward bound or something <laughs> yeah. children aren't smart it's true they're dumbasses. children think they're invincible but they're not and they learn that the hard way by getting their heads bitten off by falcons or kidnapped Whoa. by ladies yeah oh. no but anyway um oh yeah and then we get the narrator again he's giving us more he's spitting some more facts about um falcons including they Falcon. can they can pin they can move really fast um no other organism can move faster which i find a hard time believing in comparison to its dive bomb when it dives bomb it goes 300 kilometers an hour i see but it can still pinpoint where your vital organs are to uh fucking eat those or whatever yeah why not attack those why not um they're in your little belly right well no that's where all your organs are in your tongue some of them also, I don't know when, but Pet Shop screams at some point, and Pet Shop is the only character in the show so far to not have any voice actor, even yeah. making animal noises. Uh, Pet Shop screams a few times, and they're all just sound effects, like generated from a computer. Oh, really? Yeah, they're like, caw-caw! No, they're not. It's clearly a woman going, caw, caw, <laughs> baba booey, baba booey. No, it's just, or it's something, like, right? Kaw! Yeah. Um, so anyway, then Iggy, I don't know, Iggy's there like, bah. And then uh, I think at this point is when um, uh, Pet Shop realizes that Iggy has a stand, and Iggy's like, "Did he just smile?" And it's like the kind of the ends of his beak, the ends of Pet Shop's beak, kind of yeah. form a smile. Um, and while Iggy's not noticing, um, he realizes that Pet Shop put ice all on the ground, and now his feet are stuck in ice. So Iggy's feet are stuck in ice. Which is not good. <laughs> and then Pet Shop starts shooting icicles at him. Um, Pet Shop is pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he this can, is a strong Stan. He's very strong. He can... So let's talk about some... I mean, everything has to do with ice, but he can form ice and shoot giant icicles at you, and they can be huge. Um, he can freeze anything anywhere, like around you, basically. All the um, walls and stuff that you touch can freeze yeah. and grab you and snare you pretty powerful so he shoots things he can stop you he can he can do a, like a lot of big icy things i like this stand you. because it's simple and consistent it's just can it's freeze shit and elemental shoot yeah. icicles at you yeah it's i guess it's almost like Otto was like i haven't done ice yet yeah and then decided but i think he, i think this is the most powerful elemental stand because like so Mariah was was electricity right but she's mm-hmm. not as powerful I think well she, yeah she's a little bit different electricity I might say was the fucking chicken red hot chili pepper that's in later. part four but yeah I mean Abdul is definitely elemental right Abdul right. is flames but I think that this is more powerful than than Abdul but Ab, well like like just in general but fire is gonna beat ice so that's like if Abdul was right. around that probably would have helped who's um, the most basic ice Pokemon 
Because Squirtle is water. Who's ice? the first ice? Ice Articuno? is usually like that's yeah, a that's a legendary. Ice is usually pretty advanced. Um, yeah, yeah. Seal does like seem once like you basic get shit. Cloister. No, really. I think a lot of these Pokemon are water Pokemon that ha- have ice attacks. Mm. But some um, of them might level up into them. Right? Like, doesn't Seal become? Uh, um, one of the later ones have ice. Maybe I don't like know. What Dugan. the fuck do I know? Dugong. Maybe maybe Dragonite. Maybe he's a mm, he's water dra- dragon type. Yeah, he's no, no, dragon. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm thinking of the wrong one. Dratini is who I'm thinking of. Dratini. Dratini is dragon type as well. It evolves yeah, into a dragon. Yeah, but aren't they aren't they white? Aren't they watery and icy types as well? Aren't they? Is Maybe. it a dragon water or dragon ice? I think they're just dragon. listeners. Write in know. and tell us who the first ice Pokemon is. We don't want to hear about any, mm. you know, number 276 Pokemon. We don't I, care. Iceman from X Men is supposedly a very powerful mutant. Oh, but in the movies, he just freezes someone's coffee cup or whatever. Yeah, and it's like, it's a pretty powerful ability if you think about it. Yeah. Like the ability to freeze air. I've always found myself more interested in like icy powers and stuff. I think because I liked Sub-Zero when I was a kid because mm. he's blue mm-hmm. and blue is a good color. Because he's blue. Everyone's in a scorpion and I'm like, yay, white trash. It's also a hot summer day. So like mm. ice holds greater appeal to us right now. No, it's been like this my whole life. You've always been hot. No, it's not about. It's You've not always about been relief. sweaty. It's about freezing things to hurt people. You've always had pit stains. It's not true. Did you also like Mr. Freeze? I did not like Mr. Freeze. Mm. I didn't really watch Batman. Mm. A little bit, I did. Mr. Freeze is a cool villain, did not like as portrayed Penguin? by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Penguin. No. Okay. I like Joker and uh, the Phantasm. I Mask, think- Mask of the Phantasm is a good. You haven't seen it, right? Uh-uh. Mask of the Phantasm is good. Yeah. Two-Face, good villain. You think so? I like Two-Face. Yeah, because it's like, he's Batman's friend. But isn't it obvious what he's going to do? No, because he's going to flip a coin. <laughs> I guess so, that aspect really, of it. I just meant like, it's really left up to chance. We get it, he's two-faced. Uh, great, anyway. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Uh, oh, Iggy's okay. feet are frozen. He's got cold feet. <laughs> Iggy's feet are frozen. Meanwhile, we look back at our friends, uh, and Polnareff and Abdul are like, where is this guy? Like, when is he going to get here? So they're just sitting around waiting for this guy to come back. The beggar that they sent to find the mansion, who did find the mansion, but was killed. Yes, but they don't know that. Um, and they're like, well, you know what? They're like, he's going to find it. He has to if he can't find if he can't find this building. No one can because he knows the layout of knows the layout of, knows the layout of the city. Um, and they're like, they wonder a little bit, like, where's Iggy? But they're like, screw it. Iggy's independent. I'm sure he's fine. Um, and Polnareff says some, like, mean things about Iggy that I didn't write down, but I just wrote down Polnareff says so mean So it's like things. stupid, cynical dog. Yeah. If they cared, they would get a leash. You know, if your dog runs away no. and you don't get a leash, like, it's kind of your own fault. No, Iggy, Iggy, Iggy's not going to do well on Here's a leash. Th- can a dog be cynical? I thought cynical meant you're a human and you don't really think other humans are good and you're like, meh, about it. But if you're a dog... I don't think cynical is about humanity at all. But for a dog to not like people, is that a cynical dog? What if what if Iggy loves other dogs? Is I don't he think still he, cynical? I don't think Iggy loves anybody. Wow. I thought he said he wants to fall in love with a female, though, and have kids. He doesn't want to just... He didn't say have kids. He wants to fall in love with a sexy woman dog a sexy dog yeah but i he said fall in love is my point he didn't say bang out some bitch (laughs) yeah hey what oh never mind okay (laughs) um anyway 
Uh, so, you know, they wonder a little bit where's Iggy. Paul Nareff is like, well, oh, fuck that dog. And then um, Iggy somehow gets out of the ice, but he's like, oh, the ice like took the skin off the, my paws. The first time is uh, he's by the gate. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pet Shop traps him and then goes to shoot icicles, but Iggy uses uh, fucking Fool to escape under the gate. Ah, okay. And then we see yeah. Iggy running down the street now, I think. Iggy's He's like running. right in the driveway still. Oh, okay. Iggy's, Iggy's run. Well, Iggy starts to run and he gets chased by the bird. And so he's running, 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 and he's chased by Pet Shop. And then he goes into the sewer and the bird follows him. And goes into the sewer like the, like another time that Pet Shop shoots icicles, right? What do you mean? That's my problem with this fight. Isn't there like a bunch of times when we just see Pet Shop shoots icicles, there is a big cloud of vapor mist and we can't see, and then it turns out Iggy escaped. True, that does happen uh, a couple times. It's like three times, yeah. at least. True, true, true. Um, so he's in the sewer. Uh, the uh, Pet Shop shoots some more icicles. Um Iggy, uh, so it looks like Iggy gets killed here because Iggy is like by, is in the sewer, he's by the water or whatever. Uh, the thing shoots icicles and it looks like he just like drops into the water and dies. We see pieces of Iggy. Yeah, we see Like ripped of- off head, ripped off leg. Yeah. Wait, does the bird, I mean, the, yeah, the bird reveal the stand yet? I'm not sure if that's, I think that's right after this. Yeah, right after this. And so then the bird comes closer and then Iggy is like actually um, kind of hugging the top of the sewer and he jumps down at the bird and he's like, haha, you thought you killed me, but it was the fool. Um, And Iggy jumps down and attacks uh, and the bird is bleeding. um, And yeah, like the bird almost looks like he's defeated because there's like, there's blood and you know he's like injured and Iggy's like hey man you know we can just chill out like we can call it a truce you know I'm not trying to mess with you like we can just end it here um and then the bird um like like does this does like three actions that birds can't do yeah uh it takes its wing touches the blood that's on its chest licks the blood off of his wing and then spits the blood like looking all menacing and cool and Iggy's like do you think you're Bruce Lee or something because Bruce Lee does get slashed in the chest mm-hmm. and I don't know if Bruce Lee licks his own blood Miles can you confirm you're a Bruce, Bruce I Lee fan right like- I, I know he does a thing where he like wipes his nose with his thumb yeah mm. but I don't know if oh, ever, that like, might be what I'm thinking of yeah Bruce Lee like kind of flicks his nose I with think it's more thumb. of a villain move to lick your own blood yeah I, and it's weird because I don't think birds can lick. I could be wrong. No, they can lick. They can they do can it. Lick. I don't think birds can spit because you can't like purse your lips and spit properly. Know. How do they feed their baby birds then? They just like let it come out. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mark is like, we almost made it out of not having a gross podcast this time. Oh, it's yeah. Forget it. It's going to happen. I'm fine with it. Um. So this is when, um, this is when, uh, Pet Shop shows his stand. Yeah. And Iggy refers to it as he goes like, oh, that's the stand design, mm-hmm. which who's designing the stand? God. An intelligent creator? It, I, it's Iggy, not the revolution? Iggy is a hardcore theist. Oh my God. I don't, yeah. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Iggy's Mormon. So he's like, those stand skeletons were placed there by God to fool us into thinking evolution is real. Right, right. God would not have created a gap in the evolution of stands. 
and it disproves the whole thing. I don't like this. Right. And you brought it up. And um, no, I was just asking the question. I don't know. Anyway. I, I hope he's not really a create. I hope he sees the error of his ways. No. This anyway. is why we should teach stand evolution in stand schools. Okay. Um, so, the, yeah, this is where, like, the creepy stand comes out. And it kind of looks like someone said, like, a pterosaur, like a pterodactyl kind of thing with, like, a bunch of... It's mostly just like a spine, and then tiny little hands come out, and those form icicles, I think. Is it a bird? It's birdish. Okay. I think, but it's like dinosaurish, which are related to birds. We know that. Um, also, by the way, there is an earlier episode where we see Dio at his mansion, and Pet Shop is on his shoulder. Oh, that, what? That's connected by the anime, and in the manga, it's just a parrot. Mm. He just has a parrot with him. Oh, I like it better that it's Pet Shop. Yeah, but it's True. not. I don't like it as much that way because Pet Shop is not like somebody's bird he's not the type to perch on a shoulder yeah i don't think he's like that i feel like he would just fly around but he is called pet chop he's a pet bird true um Mm. so yeah this is yet another time i think that we see iggy almost get killed by the icicles yeah and then the episode ends Uh, oh this is where the episode yeah 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 yeah. so well we'll see you guys later (laughs) before that happens though um remember the bird is wounded so um pet chop actually freezes uh the wound um, and then blocks off all of the exits with ice, but it was just super powerful because you're in an enclosed space, and he's making it even more enclosed by um, like covering everything with ice. Um, and Iggy starts to run, and like ice is chasing him, and um, it traps Iggy's foot again. So Iggy now is back in the similar situation that he was before, where he can't move, and this time. Uh, Pet Shop has him right where he wants him. And so Iggy's stuck. And Pet Shop shoots him with like a... I think... Is it is it multiple ice giant icicles? I don't remember. Like I said, they all blend together. It looks like... I guess it's multiple giant icicles. And there's just a big puffy cloud. And you're like not sure what happens. And it looks like maybe Iggy's dead this time. I don't know. Um, but... We do know though. Well, we do know. <laughs> um, but at the time, it's like, who would happen to Iggy? How did Iggy get out of it this time? He couldn't move. Um, and then this is where the episode ends. Meow, 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 And everybody open your eyes. <laughs> open your eyes. <laughs> no. Ow, it's brain. Listeners, open your eyes in three, two, one. Okay, and we're back. We're going to talk about episode 39 of Stardust Crusader. No, episode 39 of the JoJo's anime. The Guardian of Hell Pet Shop Part 2. Yeah, so this episode... This time, it's personal. And this this time, Iggy does get out of this attack and is then chased down the tunnel by ice. Yeah, it starts with a recap. It starts with a recap, and the... Uh, Pet Shop is flying around the puff of cloud because, you know, we recap, we get back to the point where we were at and um, Pet Shop is flying around the cloud to like, like all proud of himself. Like, yeah, I fucking fucked him up. This episode starts where we left off, I think. Mm. It starts with a recap and then it (laughs) keeps going. Not all the episodes start where we left off. The Sun episode starts like way later in. It starts like 15 minutes in. Some of them jump ahead. But this is a part two. There's no point in pointing it out because it happens a lot. Most of the time it starts where where it left off. Only the part twos, I think. Because if it's not not part of a part two, if it's not like a dual part or a multi-part thing, then it usually like starts with our heroes or now in this other city. Like, you know what I mean? It's not quite Mm. where you left off. Like time could have happened in between. Maybe. Anyway. Thank you for giving me that benefit of the doubt. 
Yeah. Um, and so, but, but, so Pet Shop's all proud of himself. He's flying around. He thinks that he got him. And then he looks, and in the ice is just um, Iggy's foot. So where is the rest of Iggy? That's yeah. what happens. I like that, that Iggy did have to sacrifice actual part of his body for this. It wasn't yet another like, oh, it's a fake Iggy body, or somehow he weaseled out at the last second. Like, but no. his poor little leg. Yeah, but, you know, this shows how powerful Pet Shop is. And how little regard the show has for dogs. It's true. Pet Shop was also, like, it's, like, watching this, it's, like, so understandable how Pet Shop was, like, so OP and broken in the fighting game. Yes. (laughs) This episode reaffirms my hatred of birds. All kinds. You don't like birds? No. Wow. Except to eat them. And, and Araki doesn't like birds either, because Araki is saying that this bird is so evil that it kills two dogs at once. Yeah, mm. because if we know that most people are evil because they kill dogs, this is double that. The more yeah. dogs you kill, the more evil you are in the JoJo's universe. That's true. This could have been one dog, but instead it was two dogs. Two, two and like a quarter. Yeah, Iggy's arm mm. coming off. True, true, true. It's not no animals are evil. I think except birds. Wow. Uh, all right. Um, I'm I'm neutral to birds. By the way, I think that just wait. Some of them are nice and cute, like. Um, actually, since since I've already brought up dating dating sims, there's also a, a bird dating sim where you date birds. Hot to full boyfriend. Yes. What? what? You go to an elite pigeon prep school and you date pigeons. It's like a parody. It's like a parody. Are they it's, sexy it's pigeons? I mean, they're just birds. They're, they're just birds. But you can turn on because I I started playing it, but then I was like, I don't think I want to play this game. Definitely, Dream Daddy is better in ter- if we're talking about just in the genre of dating sims but there is a mode in this pigeon dating sim where you can turn on like like kind of like anime avatars for them so that when you see them sometimes like when you first see them you see like kind of like what they would look like if they were an anime boy instead of a pigeon because you can't tell the pigeons apart um, no, well, you can definitely tell the pigeons apart. Like some, you know, the, some of them have white feathers. Some of them have gray feathers. Some of them have like different like colored patches. Some of them are taller. Some of them are like they're built differently, but they're all pigeons and they all look like a photograph of a pigeon. Like they don't look, it's not even a cartoon pigeon. It's not even a cute cartoon pigeon. It's like a photograph of a pigeon. It's drawn, but it's, it, yeah, it's like correct. And they have like it's anatomically poses. right. You, is it drawn? I, don't, I think it's, it looks like a photograph of I'm a pigeon. I'm pretty sure it's drawn, but it just it's definitely like drawn <laughs> over a photo. Like it's the right proportions. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, an anime yeah. bird. And sometimes they have different poses. Like they look differently and they're, the way that they look matches their personality. But if you want to really hammer that home, you can turn on the mode where you also see an anime avatar. So it's like, oh, okay, this is like the tall guy with long like hair and glasses. <laughs> I think it, might be, it might be a photo. Wait, let's see. <laughs> I'm telling you, I played the game. <laughs> I can't believe this. <laughs> it's really silly let me just tell you i'm gonna show miles a picture i really like dating sims you guys and i like that now like oh that is a sexy pigeon (laughs) that's a a finch first of all oh i love dating so they're not all pigeons no it's like a finch uh it's like a some kind Uh, of dove i don't know i haven't dove is a kind of pigeon i haven't gotten that far i think that they're all pigeons doves are pigeons yeah and these are photographs don't at me i just never looked that closely this is so funny. Oh, the two car partridge. Actually, you know what? I think that I really didn't give this one a chance, though, because I hear that it gets better because it kind of starts out like a regular kind of boring dating sim and then it gets like crazy, apparently. Um, what? 
crazier than dating birds no like once you get used to the fact that you're dating birds it's that's fine and normal okay like that becomes normalized and i'm gonna you're take like, this okay, out of context else? i'm gonna slice this bit of jackie saying once you realize you're dating birds it becomes normal yeah yeah <laughs> that's what you should do you should just like <laughs> to tease people like cut up cut a piece of like a weird convo that we have put it up front and then make people want to keep listening to be like where true, the true, fuck did jackie true. say that um a lot of popular podcasts do that I should have a podcast about dating sims. I think that would be fun. And I then think you should. There's some that are serious that are good. And then there's like the, a lot of a lot that have been coming out that are like kind of silly or like have a interesting different concepts. Because how many times can you really do like anime babes and you're a straight boy who's trying to date all these anime babes? Too many of those. But anyway. Daddies forever. <laughs> you should definitely play Dream Daddy. Let me know what you think. Anyway. Um what happened okay so um we don't know where iggy is we know where his foot is we don't know where the rest of it we see is. some bubbles in the water and some blood stains yeah it's like dun 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 but anyway it flips back to the guys and they're still like waiting for this pimp to give them the information that they need um but the sun's about to set and they're like this guy really hasn't come back and abdul finally has the bright idea he's like maybe he did find it and that's why he didn't return yeah pretty uh, pretty solid theory abdul yeah that's like pretty much exactly abdul what sentenced a man to death yeah what, what should have happened was this guy should have like they should have rode around with this guy or one of them should have rode around with this guy True. to like help but out you don't want to hang out with a smelly guy for three hours I don't smelly. think he's really smelling. No. I think he's a pretend beggar. He was wearing like beggar rags. He's definitely a pretend beggar. He's just a guy who, um, I guess, maybe he already had money or maybe, yeah, maybe he had money or maybe he was tired of, of regular working. So he was like, let me just like sit around and, and look really sad and make people feel bad for me and give me money. And then I'll, I'll buy a fancy car and fancy clothes with that. Maybe or maybe he's also a pimp on the side. I think he still smells bad, regardless. I think he's a pimp on the side. Ma- Mark hates homeless people. He does not like the way they smell. That's not true. No one made any comments about how this, this guy's guy not homeless. There were stink lines. I saw them. Were there? Yeah. Stink lines. Like a pig pen from Peanuts. Yep. No, All right, let me check out. Anyway, so we're back in the sewer, um, and well, no, it's like we're it's like it's it's kind of an artistic thing where it looks at like the sewer pipe from the outside and a little leaf floats out of it and falls into the river or whatever body of water this is and it's, like it's a river and then we see like we go all the way down under the water and see a sand cave that looks like um the fool um, yeah and there were tunnels leading down from it like snorkels almost ah and he and it turns out that's where Iggy is. Iggy is underground, hiding, you know, undercover by the fool. Um, and he's, you know, sitting there thinking to himself. And Iggy's like, "I want revenge." Who bandages his leg? At that point, Iggy. Yeah, I don't know. Iggy maybe like Iggy made a sand fort, but remembered to grab bandages at like a right aid <laughs> before yeah. going underneath. Okay, pretty sure. Yeah. Um, Later, I missed like the fact because I was looking up notes about the episode and stuff. I missed the fact that they said the Speedwagon Foundation helps him, and I thought they said that he bandaged himself with surgical accuracy. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> no, that's Iggy yeah. MD to you. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Doctor Iggy, Driggy, Iggy Hauser. 
Hmm. Yeah, anyway, so Iggy... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Pet Shop somehow figures out where Iggy is. How does he do that? I don't know. Okay. And he dives under into the water. And do we you get know? A, we get a bio... No idea. Uh-huh. We get a... I mean, there's two times earlier in the episode where Iggy thinks he's two safe. Two times. And he's like far away and the bird is like, what's up, motherfucker? I'm right here. Um, and then we get this biology lesson about how they dive bomb and about how it, it can stay underwater for longer than you think, longer than a dog. Because it has this fucking, like, I don't know what these lungs are. They look like a prison bars. I got it. Bunch of lungs, thanks for that. I understood it. Um, Jackie, did you draw the diagram of the lungs? I didn't. I didn't actually do that. Dang. You told me to do it, Mark, but I was just, I wrote, basically, I was like, the the gist, what you need to know is the narrator explains that this is actually possible, that the, this bird is the, diving in there. Yeah. He explains that this is possible, and like the main takeaway, I'm like, this is this is what you do, and you're jotting notes down for like an, in a meeting or something, just take the takeaways. Don't just write down everything that everybody says, because you're you going to miss that. the important stuff. But you, I, you do write down everything. I do, but for this, because he was spitting out so much information so quickly, I was like, let me not uh, write yeah, down yeah. the facts, and let me just figure out what the takeaways are. And so what, like, what he was getting at was... This is possible scientifically, and birds can stay underwater longer than dogs. But is this all birds? Like, isn't it only seabirds that dive that deep? Seabird. I didn't know that falcons were also able to. Falcons aren't like seabirds, though, are they? No, I don't think so. They're not. I think that typically falcons do not dive underwater. Yeah. But I think what he's saying, I think what the narrator is explaining here is that they can and they could if they wanted to, but they usually don't. (laughs) I expect some falcon being like, I could it's if I a wanted choice. to. It's possible. It's I like, could. it's just possible. But Either way, th- yeah. th- he wouldn't be able to maneuver underwater like this. I don't I think don't you know. can like fly underwater like Puffins he Puffins do it. Penguins do it. Yeah, but they're swimming, like yeah. kicking with their feet. They're built. Oh, they have, yeah, they have webby feet. Yeah. Pen- penguins are built to swim. Um, Penguins. The, the way that their, their um, wings are. He wouldn't be able to make sharp like turns, the, sharp turns the way he does. Yeah. 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 I wish the narrator, though, did this more often where it's like, this is totally possible. Let me explain to you how. Because there's so many things in JoJo's that you're like, there's no way that's possible. How does that even make any sense? He would have to show up a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Be like, listen, this may sound impossible, but... And then Iggy hears uh, Pet Shop shoot two or three missiles, right? Like ice missiles. He somehow hears yeah. through the water. He's like, shit. Because yeah. he's inside his little sand cave. He can't see a goddamn thing. Yeah, but he's a dog and he has great ears. And so he can see, hear everything that's happening in the water. And he says, today is really not my day, which I really <laughs> liked. Yeah. <laughs> And it's then like, that song, no. You Had a Bad Day, starts playing. Yeah. You know what I, I, I like about, I like... I like characters like that where they're it's where they're just like I just want to like live a happy life and not bother anybody and all these other things in the world are bothering me. It's like Kira who just wanted a simple life. Yeah, he just thing. wanted to murder women. Yeah, nobody would leave him alone. No one would just let him do. It's simple enough. <laughs> yeah, and then a giant fucking icicle comes through Iggy's sandy dome, mm. and he's like ah, and then. Pet Shop comes through the icicle? I think that means Pet Shop had to make like a hollow icicle mm-hmm. so that he could then jam his sense. face in sense. there. What? What are well, you talking about? Because you see Pet Shop inside the icicle like, hey, oh. baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. So it's like not a solid piece of ice. I wonder yeah. if he had a... I wonder if he was proud of his work. If he was like, see, I can get in this icicle. Yeah, and anyway. so Iggy hears three more icicles are on their way, and so he uses the fool underwater to like swat them away. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, he uses the fool, the fool, like the sand sculpture he's in has little arms that swat them away. Little sand arms. Can we, so I'm, I've been calling this sand sculpture cave the fool because I think that, that is his stand, right? Because his stand is just made out of sand, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So that's what happened. And something at this point hurts Pet Shop's wing, but I'm not sure what. I'm not sure if like Pet Shop keeps throwing his... Um, he deflects the icicles back at Pet Shop, and that's what hurts his wing. So it, it's he's, he like kind of bats it back. Also, do you know do we know Pet Shop is a male bird? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I always think of him as a female because of the colored scarf and stuff. But no, it's how a, do you know for sure, sure though? I don't know. Does he have a little dick? Um, I don't know or care. Miles, go pl- <laughs> go play Hotful Boyfriend. Let me look up <laughs> Pet Shop's little dick. Pet Shop is a boy for whatever reason. Great guy bird. Um. And then let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, oh, right. Okay. So Pet Shop starts freezing all the water around the sand sculpture, um, and Iggy realizes that he's trying to crush him. So Iggy realizes that Pet Shop is trying to crush him with ice, and it like he's like shit. There's like infinite water all around me, so he can just keep freezing everything, and this is bad. So Iggy, I love how resilient and resourceful Iggy is because he doesn't give up. Because if it were me, I'd be like, actually, I, I, I mean, if it were me, I would have been dead a long time ago. Right, but like same. the fact that he like you know get, like was smart enough to like give up his leg foot at the right moment, um, and you know build this little cave and stuff for himself. And now he starts digging, and I wouldn't have thought to dig. I can't I believe just... he digs with his broken leg. <laughs> know, that thing must leg. hurt so bad and not actually dig anything. His will to live is very strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, you know, a lot of, I don't know, good qualities in this courageous little dog. Um, and he's also the whole time also like, ugh, this is horrible. Like, what a shitty day, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so he, he starts digging, and he hits a hollow space under him because he's digging through dirt and then suddenly he hits um, an area that's air where there's like no no dirt and he looks and he sees that there's our good friend Pet Shop. How did he get there? Uh, no idea. How, how Pet Shop got there? I guess Pet Shop could have hollowed it out with ice or yeah. whatever. But sure. yeah. I, it's ice, Miles. The answer is ice. Okay. Somehow. Yeah. He probably shot an ice from there and then made it go away. Okay, I get it. I don't it. know. No, I get it. Um, and then, so Pet Shop starts to shoot a missile from his mouth because the icicles can form either from his mouth or from his claws. And so he starts to shoot an, uh, he starts to shoot an icicle missile. Um, mystical. Icicle missile? Mystical? Oh, okay. Shake your ass? Yeah. Watch yourself. Sorry. <laughs> no, he says that. He shoots, I, I know. He, he shoots a mystical. I'm apologizing to you. From his mouth. Um... <laughs> Iggy and just screams, which is exactly what my reaction would be. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Just like you see this fucking bird everywhere. Yeah. He's fucking everywhere. Man, I, I hate birds. Okay. Yeah. We get, we get it. We get it. It's very suspenseful. We're like, what is Iggy going to do? What is Iggy going to do? Um, but he has an idea. And Iggy basically, he's like, okay, I'll let him crush this area. And so the this, the pressure from crushing the area above him uh iggy jumps at the same time down which propels him even faster and then he bites pet shop's beak 
yeah, goes, and this chomp. It's like satisfying that Iggy chomps because like the bird's mouth is open, but Iggy opens his mouth even wider and mm-hmm. chomps down. But it's a little annoying. We don't hear the bird scream. We don't see the bird like fall underground or anything like that. Um, Iggy is just freed and is now floating in the water. You wanted the bird to be like, you got me, Iggy. No. The bird to go, fuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> So Iggy's like floating in the water and he's like, I did it or whatever. He's like, but I'm done for. Yeah, get, he like the, there, somehow there's an explosion when he, when he bites the beak, there's like yeah. an explosion and Iggy is like propelled to the surface. But Iggy starts sinking, right? And because, then we get this flashback. Yeah. He, he goes up to the surface and then he comes back down. Yeah. Because uh, okay. he's, he's like, I've lost a lot of blood. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he has this nostalgic flashback. It's sepia toned. And some of them are scenes from the anime we've already seen. But some are like Iggy's life in New York, and there's one yeah where he's like barking at a bunch of dogs, smacking them with pet sh- with the uh, with the fool, and then he's on top of this big like structure of boxes. He's got mm-hmm. jewelry and he's mm-hmm. got two hot dogs, yeah, two hot lady dogs, two sexy dogs licking his face, and like they have long hair. They look like yeah, and feminine, they've got like like uh, human feminine. What are these called? Eyelashes. They've got long eyelashes. Yeah, it's gross. They're super sexy dogs. Um, and then we do get to see finally like you know pictures of abdul rescuing him and giving him gum for the first he's time not, he doesn't rescue him he takes him away from his idyllic life where he's king of the sexy dogs and puts him in this no, terrible situation no, there's cops around him he takes him away from the cops but so they don't kill him you think abdul saves him yeah i mean it's like when people are like i gotta rescue and it's like no you went and you picked a dog abdul could have no, no 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 iggy could have handled those cops i think his life was made much worse because of abdul yeah no you don't think so yeah it seemed like things were going well for him, and now he's, like, about to die because he got kidnapped from his home. No one asked him to save that boy. He didn't have to do that. That's true, but no one—he didn't ask to be brought to Egypt, either. He could have been slaying Egyptian dog pussy, but he chose to— <laughs> That's probably what, it, what he was doing off-camera when we didn't know what he was doing wandering around. Uh... Yeah. Maybe he doesn't like Egyptian dogs. Maybe he's a racist. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he's from Boston. He's from the East Coast. I don't know, man. I think I think Iggy would have been better off if he never ran into these dudes. Mm, maybe. But, you know, life takes us to interesting places. Who knows what he might have encountered in dog prison? Ain't that the truth? I think he would have been killed and he was saved. If we could just go back and do things different. Mm. If I could tell. No. <laughs> anyway, so we're getting all these flashbacks. And if we didn't know any better, we would think Iggy was dying here. Um, right? Yep. Yep. Um, but the little boy that he saved earlier rescues him. He repaid his debt. Yeah. What a nice little boy who just happened to be at the right place at the right time. Because if it wasn't for that little boy, Iggy would have just sank to the bottom and died. Right. So right? the lesson here is be kind to people because they'll repay you. Also, people who are on welfare use it to buy fancy things and we shouldn't give people money. Mark. I'm just saying that's what the lesson is. I don't agree. <laughs> I don't agree at all. I think you shouldn't help people. I think that if that ha- I think that if you take advantage of the system, then a bird uh, drops a giant icicle on you, and that's what oh, you should no. learn. True. <laughs> um, that's the lesson. I mean, there's no scenario where you take advantage of the system and are able to afford that. Whatever. Um, so, and if you do, an icicle falls on you. Right. Iggy so is, so don't worry about those people. Yeah. Iggy is saved, and then we cut back to the Crusaders and. Jotaro stops and hears. He's like, someone is calling for our help. And I was like, what, is Jotaro a dog whisperer? By the way, the narrator also tells us that Pet Shop dies. Yeah. Which never happens. Usually the narrator is like... They say retired. This person's retired. They went to the hospital and we'll never see them again. But 
pet shop because, because it's a bird. Exactly. It's, it's, a, it's an animal. Araki doesn't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. I think retiring is too good of a fate for some of these people. Mm, that's true. But I guess he just wanted to soften the blow so there wasn't so much murder because now so many bad guys appear and leave in like two episodes. Yeah. Pet shop was a very good guard bird, I think. Right? Yeah. Did a great job. Oh, hell yeah. Doing a good job. He was just doing his job. We yeah. shouldn't feel malice toward him. That's a thing. Except that he's a bird and I hate that. I hate birds. <laughs> um... So Jotaro says he hears someone calling for them, which is weird because no one is calling for their help, really. But we eventually see fucking Kakyo in his back. Kakyo is standing all cool and his wearing well, his first, sunglasses. First they see Iggy, though. First they see Iggy by himself mm. with one leg. And Polnareff is the first one to run up and be like, Iggy, are you okay? What happened? Were you attacked by... And then Abdul was like, oh, he's probably attacked by an enemy. Um... And then we see Kakuen. Or do we see the car at first? What I car? Think. They tow like the car that the No, that's later. We we oh. see we see Iggy, then we see Kakuen, then we see the car. That's the order. Right. Kakuen is like, I'm good, I have some scars, and we see he has two vertical scars over his eyes. Yeah. But looks he, cool. he's like, They let me go. And Joseph holds Iggy and notices that the leg scar is like sutured off perfectly with surgical accuracy. And Kakuen's like, the same Speedwagon doctor who worked on my eyes also worked on Iggy's leg. And I'm like, how long were you guys? What the fuck were this, the other crusaders doing? Were they like getting ice cream for two days? What is this? Yeah. Um, who's this surgeon who's cross-qualified to treat animals? It's true, right? He's like mm. a vet. And then he's like, well, I'll go treat humans. <laughs> um, do you ever get your wires crossed, do you think? And he, you know like neuter as a human i hope not uh yeah so kakuin and iggy are back and now it's all of the stardust crusaders together Yay! and iggy tries to lead them away Iggy's like come follow me he doesn't say that because they don't understand the dog but he like looks like he's trying to lead them and they're like this is surprising because iggy normally doesn't give a shit um but uh yeah they figure he's so pissed off at whoever caused him all this damage that yeah. he has this resolve to right. get revenge. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned that they saw the beggar car is all fucked up, and they figured that, like, Iggy Iggy found the the thing. Um, and they start to approach where Iggy is, is taking them, and you see this building, and there's, like, purple flames everywhere and, like, ominous vibes all around. Um, and, and everybody's like, oh, that's the building from the picture, and everybody else is blue and green, but the building is purple. Um, so there, we have that color scheme thing happening. Yeah. Yeah. And then our narrator kind of gives us a, a nice little recap where it's like, they have journeyed, they have traveled, they have went here and they went here and they fought and they survived and they, there were tears and there was laughter and there was rage and there was happiness and they felt many emotions. And, and Stan, Stan Proud is playing the entire time, the first opening from the Stardust Crusaders anime. Mm-hmm. And it reminds us all that it's a lot better than this opening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Classic. Um, they're determined to reach their goals, and everybody's... So basically, like, the narrator is, like, like uh, reconfirming all of their motivations. Um, and they st- actually start to go into the building, and... Something starts coming towards them. They're like, oh, what's this? Something's coming. And it's a ridiculously dressed man. Uh, Yeah, and he's just, yeah, because they they go in and they're super cautious. Joseph is like, maybe don't go inside the building. There's probably a bunch of stand users. I got to say also the side entrance to this building is surprisingly not picturesque. You know, you expect like this big, beautiful gate, like leading you into the mansion or something, these huge doors. But it just kind of looks like the side entrance of a nice house. 
Like once yeah. once they look inside, it looks cool. It's still daylight, but all these cool like door openings on the side. It's this long corridor. They can't see the end of it. And then yeah, this guy comes floating towards them, not walking. He floats. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. He's ridiculously dressed. Yeah. He, he's the most ridiculous looking person. So. Like in this in this arc, I think he's sponsored by TD Bank. I was going to ask you, Miles, what you thought the TD was for. Toronto Dominion Bank. Okay, is that I don't know. That's what that means. Where was the TD? On his earrings. He's he wearing earrings. TD oh. earrings. TD. Yeah. It's America's most convenient bank, with okay. many locations. We're not sponsored everywhere. Stop this. <laughs> um, and that is the cliffhanger. The man does not introduce himself or anything. He just says, "I am the butler." Yeah, he says he's the butler, which is like super lame. I have a question like, about I'm the butler. Boom to be continued. I have a question about the Speedwagon Foundation. Uh huh. If they have infinite resources, why don't they give them a fighter jet to blow up this house? Mm, good question. Good question. Uh, well, they can't get it there in time. They need to get in the building soon. Right. And right, right, they right. just found out uh, it would be too obvious. You know, they'd be attacked while they're in their fighter jet. Okay. That's what I think. Also, what are they going to backtrack and take off from an airport? I don't know. Uh, one of those, what are they called, carriers? I just feel like they should be better. They they don't seem well equipped for what's in there. You think they should have like riot armor and like hmm. bomb, or like bomb those, defusal suits? Those light cannons that they were using in the last arc. What? Oh, because <laughs> they're gonna fight true. a vampire. That's true. Yeah, but also a bunch of standings. There's no point in like shooting them in their eyes and like, ow. True. You, know, you need to be able to move quickly. I just feel, I don't know. I just feel like they've. He's a deadly ass vampire, and it's just the four of them, and I'm I'm worried. I feel like they're underprepared. Are you scared of this new person, Miles? This TD Bank associate? No, because I can tell that he's going to give me excellent customer service, no matter <laughs> what. Good. I forget who this person is completely, but he seems like someone who dies quickly. TD yeah. Bank used to give for free, you or well, a small fee. You could change your coins into. No, it was free, baby. Was it for for you guys? Because you had TD Bank, I didn't. Oh. You used to be able to change your coins out, but what was annoying about it is they also had this weird interface where it was like cartoonish for kids, and yeah. the kids would talk, and they'd be like, "Why don't you guess how much money?" And I'm like, "Shut up! I'm a shitty grown adult man who needs to change coins into cash. This is already embarrassing. <laughs> Stop it!" But one time I guessed right, and they gave me a piggy bank. Nice. Um, it fell apart eventually. Not super pleased about that. And then a while ago, I saw your free piggy bank fell apart, my dude. Brought, well, that's why it's free. I brought a bunch of change by to the bank and they just didn't have the machine and I had to leave and go to the grocery store. Aww. They've but, shut them down because they were sued because they were not counting accurately. Oh, which oh my is, God. Which like, I don't know. It's a free service. Why don't I join? The, it's, it's not, not free. free. It takes six or 7% of your coins that they don't count right. Well, it's free if you have an account. That doesn't free because you paid for something else is not free. A checking account at TD Bank is free. Freedom isn't free as long as you maintain a minimum balance of eight million dollars. No, we're losing <laughs> listeners. No one cares about banking. No, I would now Nobody. like. I would. I now would like to talk about the housing market and how it's important to invest. No. Dear, um, housing prices are near an all-time high. I would wait. Everybody, uh, thank you for listening so so much. If you're from as far away as Turkey, Germany, fucking there's farther places. Egypt. The UK, uh, Kansas City. Let's go even farther. Uh, Long Island, Pennsylvania, New York City, um, around the block. Garfield. Um, if you want to uh, get your email read on this podcast, you can write to us in English, please, at Jojo's Bizarre Pod. Doesn't have to be at gmail.com. <laughs> if you write us in a different language, we'll try to read it we'll anyway. Do our best. That's Jojo's <laughs> Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. True. I'll take a swing at German. You can tweet to us at JJB Pod. Um, if you want to get your nails done, you should go to a salon. 
Um, and tweet to us is kind of a tongue twister. Is that a bird reference? Tweet to us, 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 tweet to us. Tweet to us, it's easy. Say toy boat more than like two times in a row. Toy, toy boat, toy boy, toy. Hmm. Couldn't do two. It's, Makes me think of boy toy. It's impo- okay. All right. Miles bringing the gay energy. Anyway, guys. <laughs> Time to go. Bye. Time to go. We'll miss you. Happy Labor Day was a week ago. Goodbye. Boy. Shake it.